Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's allbirds.com code SUPER24. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Monday. There's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration cooking and heating, seating, small wares, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Good morning. How are you? Top of the morning, my friend. How are you on a Thursday? I'm really good. Doing? Doing Uh, well? I'm doing well. Good. I believe it was the show either Electric Company or Sesame Street on PBS where today's number is four and four stands for the number of goals that Nathan McKinnon scored last night. Man, that dude, he scored in, what, 31 of his last 32 games. He scored in every home game this season. And he is playing at what now Jared Bednar is describing as a super elite level. So he's graduated from elite to super elite. And while I know that, that that there's a certain amount of hyperbole in that, I, I'm lining up to agree with him. This is what I wonder, because this is a marketing thing, and I'm not suggesting Bednar is doing a marketing thing for Nathan McKinnon, but you buy, let's say, a bottle of Tylenol, right? Mm-hmm. So you buy Tylenol or extra strength Tylenol. <laughs> How about I just get the extra strength, period? Why yeah. don't you just make the Tylenol the extra strength and be done with it. There's no difference in price. Mm. It costs the same thing. So now we're getting extra strength. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon. And, you know, there've been a lot of great abs in the history of the organization. I don't need to go through who they are. And most people around hockey would say that 
McCarr is the best player on the team. Including Nathan McKinnon. Correct. So you're wondering, how debatable is that becoming? We'll discuss this a little bit more later on in the show. We'll certainly discuss it tomorrow. And then you and I will have a phone conversation on Saturday and discuss it. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. Just in case we missed something. Although, Jim, although I'm going to say something. Yeah. These are remarkable times that we're living in with Nathan McKinnon and Nikola Jokic in the same city. Do you know a little fun fact for the day? Okay. Only one time in the history of the NHL and the NBA. Ooh, I like where you're going. There has been an MVP from two guys from the same city. Wow. Would you like to guess who that twosome is? I'm saying Boston. No. No. Then I don't know. I'll give you a hint. It's L.A. Okay. Would you like to take a guess? Uh, Well, it would have been Boston or L.A., right? No, not necessarily. Uh, I, I think the Blackhawks could probably qualify when they won cups or went to cups against Pittsburgh yeah. in the 1990s when Jordan was going good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, Michael Jordan was always going to be a slam dunk. Yeah. Maybe Chris Chelios would have won MVP. Was there, how much crossover was there? Because I don't know that. This is the easiest way to think about it, Okay. So think about it, and I'll steer you in the right direction without giving you the answer. I already gave you. Well, it's magic or... Not, or, or wait, 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 wait. Oh. Who's the greatest player in their hockey team's history? Gretzky. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That's who it is, 1989. The late Gretzky. The late in his yeah. career, Gretzky was the best L.A. King ever. That's saying something. Right. Well, the late in his career, Tom Brady, is better than... 99% of all quarterbacks who've ever played the game. Who's a better quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than Tom Brady was, even in the short time that he was there? Nobody. Right, I mean, who, exactly. Who, who do you have to choose from? Not, well, right? you have a point. Right. right. But, I mean, it's amazing. Brad Johnson led him to a Super Bowl. Speaking of football, Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chargers. If you're a Broncos fan, how worried are you that this guy is just oh, going to flip the switch? If you're a fan. Yeah. If you're a fan. Now, if you're, you're Sean a, Payton, you're worried too. Well, maybe. And if you're Greg Penner, you're really worried because nah. you're like, this could have been our guy. Can't be worried about that. You got to worry about yourself. But fandom, oh, fandom is all a flutter about it this morning. And and rightfully so. I, I It doesn't matter who. Well, it does matter who. Because Harbaugh has only won everywhere that he's ever been. Right. It doesn't make it from San Diego University to Stanford to the 49ers to Michigan and now uh, to the Chargers. The guy is going to win. Um, you better take care of your own house. But, yeah, the optics and I think the realities are that probably the Broncos are – third or fourth in the pecking order, third or fourth, fourth or third in the pecking order right now in the AFC West. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I love the Jim Harbaugh synergy with Justin Herbert, and I haven't even seen it yet, it's but kind, I love it. It's kind of like giving a carpenter and Harbaugh is the carpenter. Mm -hmm. The greatest tool on one of the greatest tools on the planet for his toolbox and that is Justin Herbert. Without question. I mean, Justin Herbert, you can make the case, 
has underachieved his entire career because he has a losing record, winning in the playoffs, crickets. Point is, he is inheriting a great quarterback. They've always seemed to have talent. He's a great culture builder. That's why Greg Penner wanted him here so much, as did you. And pretty much all of us here looked at the coaching search last year and said it's Jim Harbaugh and then everybody else, whoever they hire, if Harbaugh does not come to town. Yeah. D'Amico Ryans would have been interesting, uh, certainly, but that wasn't something that was going to happen. Well, if D'Amico Ryans doesn't have Stroud, you can say how good would they have been? I'm not suggesting they wouldn't have been good. Yeah, fair. But he developed a rookie quarterback pretty quickly. I know a lot can happen over the next three to five years, but you have Mahomes in the division. Justin Herbert in L.A., likely for a while. Broncos, whoops, probably won't have a quarterback because Wilson's going to be cut. You could make the case that right now, and maybe in the next three to five years, they might only be the third best team in the division, and that's being kind. Well, that's that's giving them the benefit of the doubt over the Raiders who've only beaten them eight straight times. Correct. So looking ahead three to five years, Broncos don't have their quarterback. We know what the Chiefs have. We know what the Chargers have. And we know about the Raiders beating the Broncos eight times in a row. How good do you feel about the long-term forecast for this team? I understand a lot can change. Yeah. I get it. But as we sit here right now, a snapshot of today looking is. forward. You're right. I, 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 how can I contest it? Now, here's what I would say. As I look down the road in the AFC West. And by the way, that's just the AFC West. We're not even talking about oh. all the young quarterbacks who are currently playing on other teams. Like, gee, I don't know. There's a guy by the name of Lamar Jackson I understand is pretty good. Is there a guy named Joe Burrow playing somewhere? Trevor Lawrence is on the come. Oh. Yeah. These are all guys in the AFC, by the way. That's right. Well, when you look at the quarter... Here, let's put this in perspective. No knock on this guy. You can make the case who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now. Jordan Love. You can make that case. I suppose so. He's the best. Well, who's better? Purdy? Who's better? Give me a guy who's better right now than Jordan Love or Purdy. Dak Prescott? Kirk Cousins? No. Kirk Cousins? No. Okay. Kirk Cousins puts up a lot of numbers. How many times has he really taken his team anywhere? He puts up great numbers, and he's he's coming off an injury. Kirk Cousins puts up big numbers. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Um, Jared Goff. I'm not ready to give Jordan Love the keys to the kingdom. No, no, I'm not saying he is the best. Right. But I'll put Jordan Love. If you're not ready to give him the keys to the kingdom, then you need to put him in the same category as Jared Goff, maybe Dak Prescott if you want to, Brock Purdy if you want to, and would you make a case for Jalen Hurts right now? No. Okay. Yeah. So I would give I would make a a louder argument for for Goff than I would for Hurts at this point. My point is this snapshot of today. My point is this: you're going to make a trade. Take any of those guys. Yeah. You you can pick the field. Mahomes or the field. Mahomes. Burrow or the field. Burrow. Herbert with Harbaugh or the field. I, I, I would take Herbert anyway. Okay. That's just three. That's just three. Um, how about Stroud or the field? I'm not quite there, but, but, but you get my point. But, but I got your point. We can rattle yeah. off six or seven quarterbacks yep. you'd rather have in the AFC yeah. than any quarterback Trevor in the Lawrence. NFC. That's right. Trevor Lawrence. Right. Right. And he and he wilted he wilted down the strip. Well, he he was injured. But but yeah, your point's good. 
The yeah. a- I mean, it's a, it's tough sledding in the AFC. There is no question about it. I think that the Broncos will continue to improve. I think it will be exponential, incremental. You think about I this. Mean, we're expecting incremental. The, we're expecting the Broncos to take a step back, and Jim Harbaugh just walked into the division. Yeah, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, the six games that you're playing in in division yeah. are pretty damn tough, and you've right. just gone three and three and yeah. feel pretty good about yourself. All due respect to Antonio Pierce, who, by the way, did beat Sean Payton who did a brilliant job of rallying his guys around him. They wanted to win that final game for their coach so he could keep his job. As you and I had talked about before, I don't remember this team literally rallying around Sean Payton. The Jets rallied around Nathaniel Hackett as Mm -hmm. an offensive coordinator, gave him a game ball, made him a captain. Think about that for a second. How'd it turn out for him, though? I mean, in the uh, moment, in the moment, you're right. But, I mean, still another train wreck. They rallied around him. Yeah. Period. The Raiders rallied around Pierce. So, let's just take Pierce out of the equation. I would certainly put Peyton's resume over Pierce. Top three coaches in the AFC West. Rank them. Reed's going to be number one. And then what? Yeah, well. Then. Andy prob- Reed. Well. Uh, Andy. Is it Andy Reed, Harbaugh, Peyton? Or Peyton Harbaugh because no Harbaugh is returning to the NFL game. Here, this is this is to me why it is not Peyton because I'm not going to give a guy credit. I, as I've said this before, I am not going to judge a guy on his best day or his worst day. Mm-hmm. The best day for Sean Peyton was winning a Super Bowl, and yes, it is winning a Super Bowl, and I get it. But but Sean Peyton's career has been with one team. I'm looking at a guy in Harbaugh who's turned every program he's been with around, including the 49ers, that he did get to the Super Bowl when he inherited a 49ers team that was a hot mess, I believe, under Mike Singletary. Yeah, he was 60. I think he was 66 and 44 in his time in San Francisco, but he did get to a Super Bowl. You know, and he did it with Colin Kaepernick, mm -hmm. not Drew Brees. No. No, you're right. And I believe he also did it with, you know what? He also did it with um, the guy who played for the Chiefs. Alex Smith. Right. And did Andy Reid get to a Super Bowl with Alex Smith? No, but he was pretty good. And he was pretty good with the 49ers. Yeah. So Harbaugh did the same thing. Yeah, with- he resurrected Alex Smith in San Francisco. <laughs> he, he, he did, because Alex Smith was kind of an underachieving top pick out of Utah. Andy Reid never got to the Super Bowl with Alex Smith. And neither did Harbaugh. I forgive Harbaugh. How's that? I yeah. forgive Harbaugh. He did the best that he could. Think yeah. about what he's going to do with Justin Herbert. I think that he'll be, I, I think that, and that's a good, and by the way, that roster is pretty good too. Now they've got cap challenges, there, but who, like the Broncos, Broncos don't. Yeah, I mean, right? Right. So here's what I think. I think that, Glancing over your shoulder and listening to footsteps behind you or, you know, chasing the carrot in front of you, I, I think you better be, I think if you're a Broncos fan and you're in Broncos country right now, you better focus in on what Sean Payton is trying to do and where the Broncos are trying to go on a day-to-day basis. You can worry about all kinds of things going on around you. You've got no control over any of that. You know what you get to do? You get to sit on your couch and watch the game on TV. There you go. That's how much control you have over this. And, and yeah, nothing's changed. Coming up after the break, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler 
interviewed an NFL executive on his predictions for next season. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to play with Bill Belichick in Atlanta? Who's going to be the quarterback of the Raiders? Where is Russell Wilson going to be? Hmm. After what we just talked about, oh my goodness, you want to talk about some appetizing, tasty storylines. That's next. You are your foe, your friend. You are the paparazzi. You are the tragedy. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking, and heating, seating, small wares, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, we spend our lives as family men, family women, taking care of our families. My question is, what have you done to take care of your family? If God forbid something happens tomorrow, because if something happens tomorrow and you have not talked to Dan McKenzie, if you have not tightened things up with a will, with a trust, I can promise you, and I know this from firsthand experience, you are literally screwing your family. You're not doing it on purpose. It's just negligence. There's so many things to do if, God forbid, somebody in your family passes away, especially if you are a parent. Take care of it today. Not to mention, if you're single, you're probably thinking, what do I need to do something for? If you don't know what a living will is, I'll give you a brief primer. Do you want them to pull the plug if you're in a vegetative state or not? Because if you don't make that decision, then you're on that plug. And if you wake up, well, you're in that vegetative state. Mm. Your choice, you can do whatever you want to, but don't you want to have that choice? Talk to my friend Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm. Check him out online at coplans.co, coplans.co. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Sighting and Windows. Paramount Sighting and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSightingAndWindows.com. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler interviewed an NFL executive on his predictions for next season. One of them, Packers winning the Super Bowl. Another one, Kirk Cousins playing for Bill Belichick in Atlanta. And here's the one that has the most interest around here. Russell Wilson will be playing next season for the Las Vegas Raiders. This is what the NFL executive said about Wilson. The Raiders need a veteran. 
and they are one of Wilson's original teams he wanted to go to. He'd stay in the AFC West. He'd stay on the West Coast. Wilson's wife, Sierra, can do her show, a live act in Las Vegas. In fact, the Raiders are the only team from that wish list that has a quarterback need. Aiden O'Connell performed admirably, but Antonio Pierce will be in a win-now mode after earning the job on the basis of his interim stint that was 5-4. and four. Does this logic that was laid out by this NFL executive make sense to you? Yeah. I mean, it does make some sense, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think, I, I think like you, and I think we agree on this, I think he ends up in Atlanta, but we'll he, see. He only, and he is not the first domino to fall. No. The first domino to fall, according to this NFL executive, is where does Kirk Cousins sure. end up? Don't you think he's resigned? You would think that he would be, and he's always been about money. Yeah. That's his thing. He wants his, remember, he was the first, I believe, the first player in NFL history to play quarterback to have a fully guaranteed contract. Remember, three years, 90 million? Yeah, I think that's right. He wanted his money. Now, where he's at in his career, he might want to win a Super Bowl. Does he have a better chance with the Vikings? Or does he have a better chance with the Raiders? Or excuse me, with the Falcons. With the Falcons. I think he has a better chance with the Falcons. Hmm. And I think he has a better chance with the Falcons and Bill Belichick. But he might want to stay with the Minnesota Vikings. People tend to look at winning and losing as the only thing that comes into the equation. Sure. It's not. If you're married and he's got a lot of kids, yeah, you don't want to take your kids out of no. school. All right. Justin Simmons, let's use him as an example. I know that he wants to win, but he is so embedded in this community. Well, he's the face of the franchise. But my point is he likes it here. His sure. wife likes it here. Yep. I mean, Mike Munchak could have gone anywhere as an offensive line coach. Why did he pick Denver? He picked Denver because I believe his daughter lives here mm-hmm. and his grand some of his grandbabies live here. All of those things come into play. Yep. So for Kirk Cousins, does he really want to move? We'll find out. But he would be, I would think, the first domino to fall. Now, after what we talked about with Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers, oh, my goodness. How rich would the storylines be eight times a year with Broncos against Mahomes? Broncos against now what we expect to be a rejuvenated better version of Justin Herbert from what we have seen and then Russell Wilson yeah. twice a year. Yeah, six six times a year it would be Did I say eight? Yeah, it's I meant a, six. It, it's a, you were excited. You were excited. Not really. No. It's math. I'm not good at math. N- nor am I. No. Double indemnity. Right. But I do get three times two is six, I think. And I do know in football you cannot finish with a five hundred record. No, you cannot. Or would it technically be if you tied a game no. eight and eight? That's no. not a that's not a five hundred record. It, it is, but technically it isn't. What do you mean? It's not. If it's technically, how how is it technically not five hundred? Well, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Look, I'm just. Well, now you have me. Now you have me wondering. Well, that's what breaks are for. You can think about it. Though. Okay, I'll think about All it. Right. I think that it would be unbelievable theater. I, I mean, it, you it, it wouldn't get any better. No. Right? right. How could it be any better? It's kind of like instead of Jay Cutler being traded to the Bears, he was traded to the Raiders or the Chiefs or the Chargers. No question. 
I mean, it would be craptastic. And I love... You can't the, say tastic on the air. Sure. I love the coaches that are in this division yeah. now anyway. That has been heightened. <coughs> that has been ratcheted up. The level of intrigue is high now. The quarterbacks that are in the division, if you add a Russell Wilson for obvious reasons to a place like Vegas, it's, I mean, it's game on. Okay. Our resident Broncos fan will call him Alex. I'm guessing you hate the Raiders. Is that fair to say? Yes, that's fair. Okay. Do you hate him even more if Russell Wilson goes there? Or, no. do, or do maybe uh, you like them more because you liked Russell? I. I don't think I hate them or like them more. I, they're always going to be a, a division rival. You hate them. Yeah. You hate them. It, it, yeah, absolutely. W- would I cheer for Russ? Yeah, I'd give him a nudge. I'd throw a little wind in his sails. I don't want to see. But, but what about? But not then. Not twice. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. No, you got to go kick his ass then. Period. It, it, this is why I get back to. Fans have the luxury of being concerned about all this, and it's part and parcel of what makes the NFL so intriguing 365 days of the year. The NFL, for fans, is like having a hobby on steroids. It is. You just can't stop thinking about it, and and it literally affects your life. I know <laughs> when I was growing up, when I was growing up, and I was, and I loved the Chicago Bears in the 1970s, certainly in the early 1980s. They were better in the early 1980s than they were in the 70s. I was a teenager and I was a young guy. I was born in 68. So in 1978, you know, I'm 10 years old. With that, when the Bears lost, and I knew they were not good. We had Walter Payton. That was it. It literally ruined my Monday. Of course. I mean, it ruined my Monday. I was upset when the Bears lost, even though I knew they were terrible. I get it. And it's the league that keeps on giving. It is 300. They're so good in their marketing. They understand creating drama and creating news. They understand the total timing of the news cycle. They get it. And so it's never far from the top of your scale of your information. You always get more. Think about when is there any downtime in the NFL for fandom? I mean, you've got, you've got the East West shrine game, the senior bowl coming up, and then it's off to Indianapolis for the combine. Then you've got owners meetings. Then you've got the draft. Then you've got, I mean, it's just boom, boom, boom. One thing after the other, someone was asking me the other day, well, are you glad to have a break? And I'm like, because I mean, it, and I, my answer is yeah, but I mean, it's infinitesimal. It, it is a small little window where you get away for about a month, a month and a half, and then you get right back into a cycle. Who was your team growing up? Um, I don't think I, I think the Packers were probably as a really small child. I had some interest in the Packers. So you like Bart Starr. Yeah, Ray Nitschke. Okay, but Bart Starr was your quarterback. Yes, he was. Okay, let and the first Super Bowl ever was the Broncos against the no, the, the, the Packers, Packers against the Chiefs. the Chiefs. Right. Okay, and the Chiefs had Len Dawson. Is yep, that correct? Sure did. So you being a Packers fan, how would you feel leading into the Super Bowl? 
Bart Starr saying, I don't like competing against Len Dawson. How would you feel about your quarterback if he said, I don't <laughs> like competing against this guy? Well, guess what? We heard that from a quarterback yesterday about a matchup he's going to have on Sunday. And I got to tell you, it was eyebrow raising. That's next. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Monday, there's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking, heating, seating, smallwares, and more. Auction open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications by RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Patrick Mahomes is going to play Lamar Jackson in the playoffs for the first time in their careers. It'll be the first time in NFL history that two MVP quarterbacks under the age of 30 are going to go against each other, which to me I found surprising because I thought that had probably happened in the past. Yeah. When asked about the matchup, Jackson said, I don't like competing against him at all. Hmm. I believe it's just two greats, up-and-coming greats, going toe-to-toe like a heavyweight fight. Mahomes said about the matchup, I know we're going to play in a lot of games like this as our careers go on, and I'm sure this will be the first of many. Could you imagine Manning or Brady saying, I don't like competing against you? Of course not. Having said that, they're really not competing against one another. They're competing against one another's defenses. Okay, thank you. Mr. Exact Words. We get that. But that- I mean, I get where you're coming from. Do you think that it will that it it will um deter Lamar Jackson in any fashion? Do you think that it's a sign of weakness, weakness or something or other? I don't I, mean- li- I don't like that mindset. No, I okay. don't. I don't. Okay. It, bo- it bothers me because I'll be honest, when somebody says I don't like competing against them. It sounds like they're afraid. It doesn't mean that he is. I just don't like that that's what came out of his mouth. Okay. I, a, I, can, I, can, I, I get that. It was a poor choice of words. For all I know, Lamar Jackson's going to win three NFL titles. I just don't like that phrase. And if I am the fan base, I'm thinking, if he doesn't play well, was he afraid 
of Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Okay. Because when, when you look at here, let's go back a couple of years when it was the Bills against the Chiefs, and both teams are marching the ball down the field and scoring at a rapid pace, and it was who had the ball last. Yeah. I understand that it's Mahomes with 13 seconds to go against the Bills' defense. Sure. Who's the better quarterback? Why are they going head-to-head? Who has the ball last? Who's going to score the touchdown? Who's going to get shut down? We've talked a lot about Mahomes versus Allen, Mahomes versus Burrow. Now it's Mahomes against Jackson. When Mahomes' career is over, which rivalry of those three that I just ticked off will be the most like Brady and Manning? And we certainly know that Mahomes and Allen are off to the fastest start. That would clearly be number one for me right now, picture of today. Uh, Burrow would be number two. And let's see what, what Sunday offers up for us, right? I mean, this has... Last weekend was fantastic with Allen and Mahomes. Can this matchup be one of a similar ilk? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I would love to see two quarterbacks performing. I think. Well, I think we always hope for the same thing, don't we? We always Best want. Story. Yeah, we want these guys to perform at their highest level because it creates the best story. Right. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. Do you think the reason why? even though I understand this is the first playoff matchup between Mahomes and Jackson. Do you think one reason why, generally speaking, we don't talk about Mahomes and Jackson because Jackson is not a prototypical pocket passer like Mahomes is, like um, Allen is, like Burrow is? Mm. I understand that Allen runs, and there are very few in the game better than him, outside of maybe Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Burrow is a pocket quarterback. Mahomes is a pocket quarterback probably 70% of yeah. the time, and he is mobile and he can't extend He's plays. a chameleon. He can, do, he can be a lot of different things. So with that, is that one reason why we don't compare them as quarterbacks? Because they play such different games. Hmm. I mean, we had a conversation in the office the other day, and someone was bringing up with Steve Carell, Lamar Jackson, yeah, or Ricky Gervais, Lamar Jackson, and what they perceived as his limitations. And my answer to that was, "It's about to be a two-time MVP." I said, "What limitations does he have?" They don't give out MVPs in the NFL just because you're a nice guy. The guy's a baller. Yep. And if he doesn't fit the normal definition of what a quarterback looks like for some, then figure it out, I'll, idiot. I'll give you a great matchup that featured, for lack of a better phrase, an unconventional quarterback okay. versus a strict pocket passer. It was the 2006 Rose Bowl when it was Vince Young, mm-hmm. who literally won the game with his legs. Yeah. I think he ran for 200 yards in that game. Yes, against the high-flying USC offense that featured Sanchez, Reggie Bush, Glendale White, Matt Matt Liner, excuse me. Yep. Um, But that offense was unbelievable under Pete Carroll. USC was the best team in the country that year. Texas won the game. but Well, Texas won the game because they knew, USC knew that if Vince Young had the ball last, 
he was not going to be stopped. And he wasn't. Because he was a more than a good enough passer, but there was no way you could tackle a guy that big. Now, Lamar Jackson isn't that big, but he is so tough to bring down. Pete Carroll made two calls in his career that will be forever second-guessed. Yep. The short yardage situation with Lindell White in that game yep. where all, they basically have to pick up a yard and, right. and, and things are taken care of. And then, obviously, the call at the line of scrimmage. And you know what? In the Super Bowl. And you know what? That's a fair criticism. And this is what I would counter, counter with. Not that you are saying Pete Carroll isn't a good coach. A, he got to that game. Without, oh, no, I would. Yeah, Pete Carroll's a damn good coach. But Pete Carroll's resume also says Super Bowl champion, head coach, and two-time back-to-back, two-time back-to-back AP number one college football champion without question so he got there five times he's going to probably be remembered more for the two losses than he is for what did they win like 30 35 games in they a row were ungodly good one more thing before we hit a break we, we talked a lot in the first segment about rivalries mm-hmm. right and even in the se- second segment about rivalries talking about the afc west specifically now that harbaugh's in the division And I have covered the Chiefs and the Broncos, never the Raiders. And I've never covered the Chargers either. But when you covered the Chiefs, who was the Broncos' rival? I mean, who's the Chiefs' rival? Raiders. In in Denver, who's the Broncos' rival? It is the Raiders. I understand the Chiefs are really good right now, but historically, it's been the Raiders. Sure. Isn't that what it's like right now with Mahomes, honestly? Meaning, who is Burroughs' rival? Mahomes. Who is... Allen's rival, Mahomes. Who is Lamar Jackson's rival about to be? Mahomes. Mahomes is like the Raiders. He's the guy that everybody that everybody wants to well be. Well said. Just like the Raiders. Well said. Uh, good, uh, right on target. You have talents, it, talents that sometime transcend even a team. And so when you have these individual rivalries in particular... Mahomes elevates and rises to that level that is well beyond any other quarterback. Ask Houday fan in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. who is your quarterback's biggest rival? Joe Burrow. Well, it's Mahomes. Huh. Who is your quarterback's biggest rival? Bills Mafia. Well, it's Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, he just went in and beat your ass at home. Again, if Mahomes beats Lamar Jackson, the Ravens fans will say Patrick Mahomes. He's the guy everybody wants to beat. Well, not only is he clearly the best quarterback of his generation, yep. he's one of the best quarterbacks to have ever played the game, and we're living through it. He's six years in, and we are willing to at least have a conversation about where Mahomes is in the pantheon of quarterbacks half, for a career. Half of Patrick Mahomes' career has been in the Super Bowl. Yep. That's been his final game. Yep. Three of six years, he has been in the Super Bowl, lost two, won one, and now another opportunity. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? Nathan McKinnon had his second four-goal game of the season in the Avs win last night, and we'll discuss the major coaching shakeup taking place in Milwaukee. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Monday. There's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking, and heating, and seating. Small wares and much more auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I don't want to necessarily call it breaking news. We knew this was going to happen yesterday. Uh, according to reports, Vic Fangio is on a plane right now from Miami, I believe, but I know where he's going. It's to Philadelphia, and that's to sign an agreement to become the Eagles' new defensive coordinator. Interesting. Interesting. Um, what made what makes Philadelphia more enticing than Miami at this particular point? From what I understand, Vic Fangio didn't really see eye to eye with Mike McDaniel, right. with some of the players in the locker room. Um, and they called it mutual, and I'm guessing it was. I, I, I think you're probably right. I, I just find that interesting. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All righty, just in case you missed it, Nathan McKinnon continued his otherworldly play last night, scoring four goals and led the Avs to a 6-2 win over the Capitals. It's the second four-goal game of the season for McKinnon, and he broke Joe Sackick's franchise record for the longest home point streak at 24 games. Also good to see Arturi Lekkinen and Bowen Byram back on the ice last night. Uh, what do you have to say about McKinnon and the Avalanche? Well, I mean... How many more superlatives can we come up with for Nathan McKinnon? The thing that I like the best is about last night was, okay, the four goals, I get it, otherworldly Nathan McKinnon. But to get, as you mentioned, Byram, Lekkinen back. Yesterday, Gabe Landeskog skated aggressively uh, during their morning skate, which I think is encouraging as well. And I thought they played pretty damn well last night, too, Eric. Yep. I, I, that, to me, is, is just as important. I, look, they'd given up 20 goals over their last five games. I realize they're on the road and they're playing good people, but that's been a trend for this team. Can you start honing the edges a little bit to start looking like the team that you want to be come April? I know it's only January, but we're about to turn the page to February. We're getting a little closer. And I saw the signs of that last night. I was more excited about that. Here's some cool little fun fact for you. The Avalanche, 31 wins, 14 losses. The Nuggets, 31 wins, 14 losses. I don't know how many points the Nuggets have. Yeah. And I know they don't have <laughs> three overtime losses. They don't. Pretty amazing, though, isn't it? By the way, just in case you haven't checked the standings this morning... The uh, Avalanche are tied for the second most points in the Western Conference. Three behind the Vancouver Canucks. 
although they are tied right now with Winnipeg. Winnipeg has two games in hand. Yeah. I wanted to get my hockey lingo in there. Two games in hand. As for the Nuggets, they are a half game out of first place. Vancouver's kind of intriguing. Wouldn't we consider this somewhat of a surprise to be where they are leading the conference? I mean, I guess I just hadn't thought about Vancouver yeah. being the team that everyone was chasing down in February. Yeah. And the Sedin brothers are playing very well. <laughs> nice. It's 2007 again. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, hockey fan. You're getting ready to jump all over me. I know the Sedin brothers are playing their final year. <laughs> all right, just in case you missed it, the Milwaukee Bucks, who are third, who are now 31 and 13, they have the second best record in the Eastern Conference. They fired their first year head coach Adrian Griffin and hired Doc Rivers as their new head coach. Pretty big coaching shakeup there in Milwaukee. Do you like this move at this point in the season? I mean, Adrian Griffin is a friend of mine. He went to East High School in Wichita, Kansas, so I covered him actually growing up and and his time at Seton Hall, and then he's been in the NBA as a longtime assistant. They were off to a really good start, but there were certain metrics that were pointed to, uh, defensive efficiency, various sundry things, that weren't adding up, even though the wins and the losses had been good. If you're going to make a, a, a change like this in the middle of the season, do it with someone that has a proven record, that is tried and true, and that is one at the highest level. Can't do much better than Doc Rivers. Here's the coolest part of the story for me, because my father grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up in Chicago, so my father's a huge fan of everything that is Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers, the Wisconsin Badgers, and the Marquette Warriors. Yeah. Okay. Doc Rivers in 1977 played for Al McGuire and won a championship with Marquette. And I remember that very well. It's a cool and, circle. And to that's finish. the only yeah. reason why I've known the name Doc Rivers as long as I've known the name yeah. Doc Rivers. That's cool. Good story. So he's going back to Milwaukee, and Marquette is in Milwaukee proper. That's kind of cool. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your entire kitchen, they have a staff that has been doing that for decades. This is who they are. They can help you design things. They can get you the best product out there. And if you want something at an extra low price, go check out their clearance center. Rows and rows of product that you can get at extra low prices. Nobody does that like Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. You could have made the case that Sean Payton was the second best coach in the AFC West yesterday. Not necessarily today. That's next. I 